This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I am so, so excited you decided to join us today uh, on The Dr. Hubert Show. We've got a great show. I'm super excited about this show. This is going to be a lot of fun. Today, we're going to be talking about how do you get unstuck. Uh, we've all been there. We've all been in these ruts of life, these things that just happen. We don't know why they happen. Sometimes we don't even realize we're in a rut, but we look up at our life and we're like, we're not really going anywhere. We're not moving. We're not going forward. We're not going up. And you look at where you've been in the past and you're like, I was here last year. I was here the before and I'm still stuck in this place. Uh, it doesn't matter who you are, how successful you are, where you're at in your life. It has happened to you. I know it's happened to you. It's happened to me many times where I've just looked up and I'm like, nothing's happening in my life. I'm not going forward. I'm not going up. I'm stuck in the same place. Um, I, I'm exerting the same amount of energy with almost zero to no efficiency. So if you're in a rut, this show is for you. You absolutely do not want to miss this. If you know people who are in a rut, uh, share this show with with them. This will help them get out of the rut. I think the most important part of being in a rut is realizing when you're in a rut. And you have to just take inventory of your life and say, you know, where am I at? And you look at your life really from 50,000 feet and ask yourself, you know, what progress have I made? Are you happy? Are your dreams coming true? Are you able to inspire others and help others? And if you look back 5, 10, 15 years ago, and then you look to where you're at today, and you don't see this positive trajectory or yourself moving up and forward, uh, there's something wrong. You're in a rut. You're undoubtedly in a rut. And one of the things that has happened is, is you can realize, you realize that your rut has become your new normal, where um it's almost like a bad team, you know, some bad teams, they just they just get used to losing um, and they, they find it okay to lose. And there is more for your life. You deserve better, people around you deserve better, and quite honestly, the universe needs you to win, right? We need you to be better. We need your best stuff. So if you're in a rut, this show's for you. I'm super excited to share this with you because I have become an expert on ruts, but uh, I'm not an expert at staying in a rut. I'm ex expert at getting out of the rut, right? So we got to get out of the rut. The first way you, first thing you have to do is realize you're in a rut. Some people are in denial, but if you look at yourself, are your dreams coming true? If they're not coming true, you're in a rut. Are you able to inspire and help others? If you're not, you're in a rut. Are you unhappy? If you look at your life 10, 15, 20 years ago and you're the same level of happiness, you should be getting happier every day to some degree. Life should be getting better for you every day. And if you look at your life 10 years ago and you were unhappy then and you're still unhappy today, you are in a rut. Now, this happens to the best people in the world. I mean, we've seen Michael Jordan go through streaks, quarters, periods where he couldn't hit a shot to save his life. We've seen it happen to Kobe Bryant. We've seen Tiger Woods have a series of holes where he made bogey, 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 double bogey. But the difference between the best in the world and you is they don't stay in the rut very long. So they identify the rut very quickly. Michael Jordan realizes the rut after he misses a couple of shots. He realized something's not right here. But rather than retract and stop shooting and passing the ball off to his teammates, what would he do? He would actually shoot more. He would shoot more shots. Kobe Bryant, same way. Whenever he got in a rut, he would shoot more shots. He would try harder. He knew that the odds were in his favor. The statistics said that he was a better shooter than his rut. So he said, if I shoot more, eventually the rut's going to be over and I'm going to get out, right? Right. 
Tiger Woods knew the likelihood of him winning the tournament wasn't based on the rut. It was based on his history of winning golf tournaments. If you keep going at the flag and keep giving yourself the opportunity for birdies, eventually he's going to make some birdies and give himself an opportunity to win the tournament. Most people, as soon as they realize they're in the rut, they retract. They stop doing all the things that it takes to get out of the rut, and they kind of give up. And the idea of giving up, it just can't, it just can't happen. It can't ever enter your mind. You can't ever believe that that's the only option you have. In fact, you have to do the exact opposite of that, right? So we have to realize we're in the rut. Once we're in the rut, we have to do everything we can to get out of the rut. It reminds me of a, uh, if you go ever go fishing and you, you catch the fish and the fish may be on the bank or in the bottom of the boat and you can tell this fish is flopping flopping like crazy, trying to get back in the water, right? So this fish is trying, using every ounce of effort to get back in the water. And that's what we have to do when we're in the rut. When you're sunk down in the mud, you have to do everything you can do to get out, right? So examining your situation, looking at where you're at, looking at where you're trying to go. And if it's not happening for you, um, you know for a fact you're in a rut. So let's talk about this rut. I, this reminds me of one time I was uh, I was at one of my hunting leases and I just finished my morning hunt and had a great hunt, saw lots of animals, didn't shoot anything, just enjoying the enjoying the, the sunrise really. And uh, it was about 10 a.m. and I went and got in my vehicle and at the time I had this uh, Toyota 4Runner and I love my 4Runner by the way. Any other 4Runner drivers out there, you know what I mean. This was a, a year 2000 4Runner the best of the best. I have 287,000 miles on this thing. I've driven it from one end of this earth to the other, and I don't want to part with it. No, it's not for sale. People ask me every time I drive it, is it for sale? It is not for sale. It is my car. It starts every time I turn the key, and that's why I keep it. So back to the story. We love, I love this forerunner. So I'd finished this morning hunt, and I was driving down the road, and I didn't even have my foot on the accelerator. And there was no standing water in the road, and there was no mud in the road. And all of a sudden, I went to go up this little bitty hill. And this hill was only about two, two and a half feet high. So it wasn't even really a hill for this forerunner, which I had climbed mountains in previously. And I was going down the road, and the wheels just stopped turning. They just stopped turning. So instinct says, just give it a little gas. Just stepped on the accelerator, just ever so lightly, and the least little bit, the vehicle started to spin. And I was like, why is my vehicle spinning? There's no standing water and no mud. Well, I kicked it in four-wheel drive and hit the accelerator again, and it spun even more. But this time, it spun and it sunk. So now I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. I'm going to get stuck in a road that has no standing water and no mud. So I put it in reverse, tried to back up. It got worse. It sunk even further. Well, I knew then I probably had one more shot to get myself out of the mud. And I knew if that didn't work, I was probably stuck. Now, I had literally driven this, this, this vehicle all over the country multiple times and never been stuck. And now all of a sudden I'm facing this dilemma. So I tried what I thought was best. It did exactly what I didn't want it to do. It sunk even more. Now I'm buried to the frame. 
So I had to make that that call, that call back to deer camp. Hey guys, I'm stuck, which is humiliating. Okay, so you're you're with all the all the testosterone in the world, and you're having to call your buddies to come get you out of the mud, and you can't really explain how you got stuck in the mud. But this is such as life. This is what happens in life. You can be cruising along, doing pretty good, and all of a sudden, some expect unexpected something happens and kicks you off in this rut. So. You know, they showed up and they're like, how did you do this? I said, I don't know how I did this. I mean, I literally was just driving. I wasn't doing anything I wasn't supposed to be doing. I just got stuck in the mud. It was just my day to be stuck. So this guy comes up with his four-wheel drive Suburban. I'm quite confident he's going to be able to pull me out. He hooks the tow rope up. He pulls me. Boom. He gets stuck. Okay, so now we got my vehicle in the mud, got his vehicle in the mud. We start calling other people. They get stuck. So this turns into an all-day affair. But such as life, whenever you get stuck, reach out for other people. Reach out for help. It's, you know, as humiliating it is, these people really, they never made fun of me. They never laughed at me. They never did any of these things. They were eager to help me get out of my rut. So we spent about the next four and a half to five hours. It did take multiple vehicles, multiple winches, all this stuff. Well, basically what had happened is, is there was an underground spring and the water table was all the way up to just underneath the surface of the, the surface. So basically two inches underground, there was a ton of water. And I remember when I was trying to get myself out, I went and found this big, huge tree branch and I was going to push it up underneath my tire to try to give me some traction. And when I went to push it, it went about five feet under the ground. And at that point, I knew I was not going to be getting out by myself. I was like, oh my, this is terrible. This is awful. So the water table had risen up to just underneath the surface where we couldn't see it. So basically, I was parked on top of a river is basically what had happened. So nevertheless, we ended up getting out four or five hours later, but it took, took lots of people, lots of help, lots of thinking, lots of strategies, ideas. So when you get stuck, first thing you got to realize, it's going to take some drastic effort. You're going to have to flop like that fish out of water. You're going to have to do like I was with my, my four-wheel drive. My first, my first instinct was see if I can just gently ease out of the mud and not spin my tires. Well, that didn't work. Well, the more frustration set in and the more I realized how severe the situation was, eventually I was in four-wheel low with the accelerator on the floor doing everything I could do to get out. Well, it only made it worse. So if you're in a rut and the first thing you try to do to get out of the rut, if it doesn't work, don't be surprised. It's okay. You will get through this. You will win. You will You will be like Michael Jordan and start making baskets again, okay? So, so don't panic. Just know that you will succeed and don't quit because my option for quitting, it wasn't an option for quitting. I'd actually driven this forerunner to the lease, which was about 260 miles away. So I needed my vehicle to get out of the mud so I could drive it home. Uh, so there was no way I could leave it there. So um, get help. Don't quit. And most of all, try harder. Just keep trying. Just keep trying no matter where you're at. Um, you know, Don't be surprised if your first effort is, is it fails. Don't be surprised if your second effort fails. Um, there was a there was a game once where where one of the basketball players, he, he was like 0 for 10 of his first shots and he went on to shoot 20 more. And the, the, they asked him, basically, he said, did you ever think about stop not shooting and passing the ball or taking yourself out of the game and going to the bench when you were over 10? And the answer was absolutely not. We're not going to the bench. They don't pay me to sit on the bench. They pay me to shoot baskets, right? So no matter where you're at with this, no matter where you're at, 
you've got to keep trying and you just got to know that you're going to try until you win. You're just going to keep going. Realize you're in a rut. I mean, that's the most important part. Most people have just been just become okay and very passive about the rut, and it's just what life is. They're used to used to less than less than stellar results in everything they do. They're not surprised when bad things happen or they get bad breaks. They almost expect them to happen. If you're in that place, today is your day to pull yourself out of the rut. You deserve more. The people around you deserve more. And quite honestly, life is a whole lot more fun when you get out. You know, I remember when I finally did get out after this four hours of being stuck in the mud and we've gotten multiple vehicles stuck and tried this and tried this. We probably tried a hundred different plans to get the vehicle out of the mud before one of them finally worked. And I remember when it worked, we were all high-fiving and jumping up and down and yelling and screaming like you would have thought we hit the lottery. But all we did was get the truck out of the mud. And you're going to feel the same way when you come out of your rut and you look back on it and you're like, you know what, if I went through this, I can go through anything. I can get through it. And that's really the way it ought to be. Uh, expect expect these things to happen. And don't be in denial if you're in a rut. Realize it happens to everybody. Uh, everybody gets, uh, it gets stuck at some point, uh, no matter how good you are. This is a part of growth. Um, in order to grow, you're always going to go through things. You're going to have these methods uh, or these, these situations where you have this adversity that makes you want to quit. It makes you want to cry. I mean, the hardest phone call I made was back to camp to come get me out. I'm like, I got a bunch of buddies who I think highly of, and I've got to call them to tell them to help me get out of the mud. Um, I didn't want to make that call. I would have I done just about anything to keep from doing that, but sometimes in life, when you're in a rut, you've got to find people that can help you. Uh, there's all kinds of inspirational, motivational um, people who can tactically give you advice, give you good criticism. Um, and criticism is part of it. I mean, it, it really is. In order to grow, you have to have people in your life that you trust that they can give you criticism that doesn't crush you. I mean, no one likes to be criticized. It, it does. It never feels good, right? I have people that are listening to this show that will give me feedback and give me constructive criticism, but I know that they love me and they're trying to make me better, right? So I listen to what they have to say, even though I will say it still stings a little bit. It still hurts. It's still not very fun when you do your best and somebody criticizes it, but in order to get better, you have to know what you're doing wrong. So uh, if you're in that rut, you know, and you have people that say, well, what'd you do that for? I mean, you know, why'd you drive in the mud? And, and well, um, those are probably the wrong people, but there are people who can constructively help you out, you know, help you get out of your rut, help you find that place where you want to be. But most importantly, get you on track, get you on track for your dreams to come true, for you to be in a position to help and inspire others, because we need each other more now than we have ever needed each other in the history of this country. I mean, we have, you know, we've caught, we fought wars together. We've helped helped each other through major national disasters and all kinds of things, but we need each other. We need to help each other. We do not need to beat, beat one another up or beat one another down or, or criticisms and not, not necessarily constructive. We need to be there for one another. In order to do that, we have to be to a better place. You know, if you're asking yourself 10 years ago, could you donate to the charity, charity that you wanted to donate to? If you couldn't afford it then, can you now? 
right? If, if, you, if your family needed your help then and you couldn't help them, can you help them now? And if the answers are no to these things, that means you're in a rut. You've got to figure out a way to get yourself in a better position to where you can help others, inspire others, and bring your greatness every single day. Because the quicker you become great at what you do, uh, the quicker those around you will become great as well. So if you're in a rut, remember, don't give up. It happens to everybody. Don't be embarrassed about your rut. Trust me, I have been there. I know what it feels like. I did not want to make that call back to deer camp for the Calvary to come pull me out of the mud. Uh, but I did. They were eager to help. We actually had a, had a really good time doing it. Um, and remember, we tried easily over a hundred different strategies to get out of the mud and um, and and it didn't work. I mean, we, we were over a hundred and then finally 101. Look what happens. I mean, literally it, it got right out. So don't give up no matter where you're at with this. Don't give up. If you're in the rut, you got to get yourself out and you're going to be like that fish out of water. You're going to keep trying until you get back in the water. You do everything you can do and do not accept no for an answer. I mean, you just have to be dead set that you're going to win. You realize you're going to get through this. This is not going to get the best of you. This is not going to beat you. And you're going to become a better person because of it. So because of what I know now, um, I have seen my vehicle buried to the frame. If that ever happens to me again, I will not panic. I know for a fact at some point I will get out. I know what doesn't work. I know a hundred different ways it doesn't work. So now I can go right to the ways that actually do work and uh, probably get out in half the time now. God bless. Y'all have a wonderful, good Friday, and we'll be back same time, same place next week. Sure.